0: commerce. We are at it again. We're talking about building a media company, building a media company part two. I'm super excited for these episodes. We're going to talk about how we grew our podcast from zero to 75,000 downloads combined between our two podcasts. Before we get into that, though, a quick word from our sponsors what's up everybody this is john and casey from modcom and i have to show you something all right this tool is called wicked reports it's one of the best attribution tools i've ever seen because of this feature called funnel vision it breaks up your ROAs into top middle and bottom of funnel so i'm here in my facebook ads account and checking out this campaign v-day sale i'd probably be cutting this thing right if i was looking at an ads manager or if i was looking at first touch attribution i'd be like you suck 0.18 ROAs you're out. Uh, But if I look at middle funnel, it's like one of the best closers. If I look at it bottom of funnel, it's one of the best closers. So that campaign is closing. I got to keep it running. I got to adjust the targeting in there and I got to adjust the creative in there. You know what I'm saying, Casey?
1: John, if you look at the top campaign here, this four pack lob rolls, uh, you can see actually the exact opposite effect. It's it's bringing people into the account, into this world really effectively, but it's not that closing type. So you kind of need a little bit of both, right? Like this is the Kobe one you described as the shack, together they make beautiful harmony in your ad account.
0: Yeah, that one's lobbing it up. The other one's throwing it down. If you want to find out which of your campaigns are Kobe's, which ones are Shacks, and which ones you should just cut entirely, don't even give them a roster spot, go to wickedreports.com and click the book a demo button. Casey, my guy, good to be here. How are you doing today?
1: Doing quite well. John, quite well. Can't complain. Um, feel awkward. I'm I'm on this other side of the screen right now. Not normal for us, but no. you know we're we're rolling with the punches. That's one that, of the things that we do here is we just roll.
0: How are you doing? We punch each other a lot. First of all, and then and then we roll with it, right? So Absolutely. it's a regular practice daily. Every time we see each other, we punch each other and then roll with it, so that we can practice rolling with the punches uh I'm doing good man excited to be doing modcom uh had a weird had a crazy travel week this week I was in LA and LA is like dude it's like such a strange place now like and I was in like Holly like West Hollywood like which is pretty close like Beverly Hill dude people are so weird Uh,
1: I agree people are weird Uh, that's why why you don't leave I I understand why you don't
0: leave your house man I really get it
1: that's it that's it you really uh you get me now you understand my essence
0: and I'll just become a hermit as well no dude uh you know what I've noticed is that like 90s style is coming back which I'm not you just noticed that no I mean I've I've noticed for a while but like when you're on Melrose in freaking West Hollywood and you see it there that's when you're like oh well okay that you know it's not just weird people like it's not like I know people who don't have good style and they're the ones trying to bring 90s fashion back like no the, the people who have good style are trying to bring 90s fashion back
1: are you talking about the taste makers
0: yes the taste makers if you will i
1: put i put zero stock into those people if i'm being honest
0: yeah well you know they don't wear black tees and basketball shorts then you put no stock into them
1: i don't wear a lot of basketball shorts man i don't know what
0: are you wearing right now what's on your bottoms what are you on your? what you got going on in your lower half that's got, got sweats or joggers
1: they're they're not sweats man they're uh i mean are they joggers? Or are they mugsy jeans
0: <laughs> Muggsy. Are they jeans? I couldn't tell. Should be a
1: sponsor, but not a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, no, they are. And slippers, of course. I don't so, do I don't...
0: I don't do jeans a lot anymore. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're not know...
1: real jeans. They're jeans that feel like sweatpants is kind of their whole like thing, but they're not sweatpants.
0: Oh, like, I got you, I got you. So they're like one of those D 2 C brands that's trying to revolutionize the pant.
1: Exactly. Yes, they are revolutionizing the pant. I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna say any more nice things about
0: not <laughs> they... Yeah, they if sponsor? they don't, if they're not going to sponsor the pod, then then why are we saying nice stuff about them? But
1: no, nah, I hear you,
0: dude. I hear you. Uh, if you're on Instagram, if you're on YouTube or uh, Twitter or LinkedIn with us, shout out, hop in the chat, say hello. We're going to talk about how we grew our podcast, uh, what we've done to grow it, our two podcasts actually. Um, if you're on Instagram, hop in the chat, comment, say hello. Uh, I think I can do a little wave here. I'm going to wave to somebody. I just wave to somebody. Know I know what happened. people too. Hey. Yeah, you just, you wave manually. Hey, it's old school. I'm, analog. Anal- I'm an
1: analog waver.
0: You're an analog waver, I like it. Yeah. You like, you yeah. have a very like side to sidey kind of wave. Is that yeah. how you wave That's when you- It's probably not on my
1: wave? real wave, but it's like, it's a small frame on Instagram. Your real wa-
0: your real wave look like?
1: Uh, you know, honestly, I'm not much of a wave. Like I'm kind of a, like like a one shot guy, like more like a salute kind of like, oh, yeah. I do like salutes to people when I leave and stuff. Things are like, hey. Like my wave is a a one and done. Again, it's very yeah, minimalistic. Miss- I don't need you to know. So bad. if you miss it, it's over. You know That's what right. I mean? Like,
0: yeah. I do a full out stretch. <laughs> or and you know now, what my wave? You know what my wave hello is? IG
1: because of that. Uh,
0: <laughs> you know what my wave hello is? It's just, it's just a head nod. I don't ever yeah. like oh hi. Yeah. Either it's a head nod or I'm so excited to see him that I'm like hey. I think I just head nods head.
1: are the real deal like for like women who maybe don't get the head nod thing like it's like the go-to i will say this though it is the most awkward i would rather wave at somebody and they not notice than like the head nod and then somebody just like like they either didn't notice or they're like purposely like kind of snub you like that feels the worst you're like the head nod man like 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 that's too i don't know then you i gotta know, pretend like i'm like no i was just like thinking of a song in my head so i started like
0: yeah that's yeah,
1: yeah no I wasn't nodding to you you loser. <laughs> yeah and How you know what it is? about this right now I don't
0: know you know what it is it's because it's because you do the head nod even to people that you don't know uh that yeah. you somehow identify with you know what I'm saying like right like if I see a dad at Walmart who's just like sure. struggling with it like you know he's got like kids running he's got a kid cry like I give him the head nod I'm like I get you man I feel you I'm sorry and then if he doesn't head nod back but like i get that kind of situation someone might not head nod back they might just like see it and like turn away from it you know what i mean then i'm just like dude come on
1: yeah
0: better than than that yeah you don't want to get
1: burned by the people that you belong to
0: i know yeah like i identified with you how dare you yeah Uh, all right well let's get into it man uh so today we wanted to get a little bit more tactical we've been doing this series where we kind of did like the how 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 to build a media company how to build a brand media brand thing um so <laughs> yes you know thingy a, a media thingy what made you yeah. laugh there I understand why you just I, laughed because i mean <laughs> so uh
1: so particular with the with your language how yeah, to grow a media thingy
0: you've yeah you broke my groove dude feel like the emperor over here I'm um, sorry <laughs> oh uh yeah so growing a media brand uh which we've done I won't say successfully but I think that's the whole point of this series is to kind of bring people on the journey a little bit and and yeah. uh I think and the reason I think I wanted to start this now and get get kind of into it uh now one because we kind of more recently went went kind of full-time with it or it's at least for you especially it's the full-time focus you know for me i still got some other stuff going on uh you know because i i got that lifestyle problem you know what i mean i got that i got that lifestyle cost too much money problem uh but for you at least it's kind of the full-time focus and then the other thing is like i remember when you first started learning marketing and paid media from me you were like you know i was like i was speaking Chinese. And then i would tell you like the most basic thing like like i'd tell you like dude the, like i would tell you like the 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 business equivalent of like hey when you throw a ball step with your opposite foot than the arm you throw it with like just the stuff i thought was basic and you're like oh, mind blown mind blown that's like we record this idea. stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah we should record this stuff
1: that's true <laughs> that's, we've that's, done it, it like we did have like a modcom before modcom that i honestly did forget uh, all about yeah until. We... <laughs> yeah until just recently we kind of like rediscovered it and it's one of those things that i did not like watching back you know I was like, oh, oh it boy. was it
0: was cringy you know what word i learned <laughs> so this week, i don't think i'm saying right is uh i learned two different words that i think are supposed to mean cringe the second one i don't remember what the word is but the first one is head ass have you heard this word head ass <laughs>
1: I don't think I have. I'm not a head ass.
0: Uh, you're not know. a head ass dude.
1: <laughs> nah, I don't think so.
0: I mean, I don't know how much we can swear on, on Insta and, and YouTube. Well, and us, we just but, like...
1: did. Oh, did we? Is ass even a swear word? I don't think it is.
0: I mean, like, look, you know, if you, if you, it's in the Bible, right? If you got it was a donkey.
1: the like animated Pinocchio, like they said, like jackass.
0: Yeah. If you got a donkey man and you call it an asset, I think that's fair game. So yeah. no um but yeah no head out and i can't remember that the, the other word was like something super weird and it was somebody who was like 20 who said it uh and i don't even remember what it was i didn't that's even not even it. I that, to put it in the memory
1: not to like make any of our viewers feel weird but if you're 20 you're like are you really a person yeah let's be real i don't know you're still like in a cocoon
0: you know, that's the only age you can make up words though you know what i'm saying like think of all the made-up new english words they don't come from like 70 year olds you know what i mean yeah, they but, come from like it goes into urban dictionary it came from somebody who's under the age of 25 but for this sure. is
1: the same thing we just talked about with like style and stuff like it's got to stand the test of time otherwise like that's not a word yet something that like like remember when people said they gotta have like your eyebrows on fleek like on fleek on fleek is not like a thing it, it, it was like it started to become and then it fizzled. it's not a real
0: like, yeah, I mean, there's great. some trending language, but some of the, some of it stays right. Like sick, Some of it, you know, that's rad rad was from our generation, maybe right before us. Like <laughs> it goes in and out, two, it go,
1: by the way, two not great examples of words that like people use a lot still, like, it goes in and out,
0: but it, they go in and out. Cause then like, there's phases where like, I'll hear 15 year olds saying like, oh, that's rad. And I'm like, what did you just say? Like, don't do that.
1: It rad wasn't a, a cool word. It but, wasn't
0: a good, great word. If you like rad, do you use it? You don't use it though.
1: No. No, no. But I mean, it just probably came
0: from somewhere around our generation.
1: Dope. Well, I mean, dope started with like dope. Like, no, 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 I mean, mean, like dope started as like. uh, It's like,
0: it's like a drug. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, no, I get you. (laughs) Okay.
1: I mean, when I I said like dope, let me put it this
0: way. I think that the I think that around the time that dope became a word that meant cool i understood its origins far better than you did
1: that's definitely fair yeah yeah you were also in the sag in your pants gang and i was not at that
0: I point was, so. well that's what i was saying about 90s style dude like i'm just saying like i don't really need to see gene code jeans come back you know dude like, they already
1: did though i know back. I,
0: like, dude, I know and you know what else i don't need to see is like wearing like you're like a size medium like a comfortable size medium and you're wearing like a quadruple give me those XL. double x's baby <laughs> i just don't need to see any of that or or dude I, like the nba style like i don't want to see him go back to the baggy shorts you know what i'm saying like
1: they, yeah but they already did kind of i mean somewhat
0: well they're actually in a pretty short short phase kind of way right now like the kind of i i don't want to go all the way back to like john stockton 80s shorts either but like can we just have normal why not? length shorts? why not why yeah not? i guess you know if you don't want to see don't look that was always my policy
1: yeah Or like the the baseball pants we've talked about that recently like now everybody wears like not like basically pants that don't fit like how baseball pants traditionally would fit like tight yeah now they're like basically baggy pants so like why don't you guys just wear whatever pants you want i guess like
0: (laughs) you might as well just might as well wear some mugsy jeans mugsy jeans (laughs) that's a 100 bucks that is Um, not a
1: sponsor but uh, for our fans watching on YouTube, we do need to tell you about our next sponsor Now here. that we've got so, into
0: our content zero, here's our Zero amount? Zero here's amount. The- We're not even talking about how we grew our podcast yet. But after this, I'll make a promise. After this, we'll get into how we grew the pod. Uh, but here's a quick word from the sponsor on YouTube. If you're on Insta, you get the behind the scenes look. You won't see the sponsor what's up everybody today's episode is brought to you by monk commerce it's a super slick in cart upsell app so if i want to buy these new balance trainers i'm trying to get in shape i add them to my cart my cart opens up and it says hey look you're only five dollars away from free shipping so i'm like all right cool i'll I'll add this to my cart since you recommended it and now i got my free shipping but hold up i'm only 38 dollars away from a free gift so why don't i add a pair of size eight new balance trainers to my cart for my girlfriend she's got bigger feet than me and now look at this it actually automatically added that free gift straight to my cart for me that will all be there when i check out super nifty app super slick super quick way to increase your aov go to monkcommerce.com try it free on your store for seven days
1: hey we're back on youtube
0: (laughs) that was good timing. how you doing good timing yeah yeah thanks man uh we did a little uh uh, you got to turn down on insta dude
1: yeah i got you i got it a
0: little rock paper scissors for the behind the scenes instagram crew uh casey one we didn't decide on any stakes. uh all right so let's talk about let's talk about how we do the podcast i think you kind of laid this out a little bit so let's get into like i mean last time i interviewed you let me just call an audible on the fly do you sure why not interviewer here and I'll act as like the color man?
1: You know what? Like, let's just, let's let it see how it, how it goes, you know, why not? She goes. Yeah, um, okay. I, we, we already kind of started talking about our background in marketing. I know we kind of got into that on the last episode we did like this, uh, but I thought maybe that's like a, a pretty good spot to, to start with it. You know, particularly some of the tactics that we brought from that, and we'll just touch on them lightly, uh, kind of how we've taken them and adjusted them to fit our podcast growth yeah uh, specifically uh giveaway model john why don't you say something about the giveaway model while i pull up some things that we could potentially show it to youtube
0: people yeah yeah okay so uh i mean i think that this has been i've actually been kind of in the giveaway game quite a while like i remember when i was like the i was just out of college and i was I got hired to be like the marketing director, quote unquote, uh, for this for this company that was like the Groupon of of runners, Groupon for runners, right? So like if you were like you ran like marathons or half marathons, there'd be like discounts in there for you or like running stores all around the country. Back when people didn't really shop online as much, it was like this Groupon for runners idea. Uh, it's a coolish idea, but just you know, if anyone's wondering how it worked out. Groupon already is the Groupon for runners, so that was just like it was not a great idea. Uh, but I got hired to be the marketing director, like legitimately, that was my title, and I had literally zero experience in marketing. But I was under the age of, you know, twenty-five, and I was a runner, and that was the qualification I needed. And I was on, I was on the Facebooks. I knew about the Facebooks, um, and so I, like, I was like, I don't know how to grow this thing, right? And and I literally, I just did like. giveaway i was like well, what if i give away a pair of running shoes right like uh i don't even know what like that'll do but like maybe that'll grow our facebook or maybe that'll grow our email like and i think i did some reading on google and i was like oh this email marketing thing this seems like this seems like the thing this seems like the next big deal right so i'm like well how do i get the email list well why don't i do this giveaway of a pair of running shoes and, and that'll and then like they enter their email they get entered into the giveaway to wear win a pair of running shoes which is basically exactly what we do now i feel like if i were a comedian i'd basically be telling you yeah my my material hasn't changed in about 12 years now uh oh. so uh yeah get, get the giveaway you know it, it worked really well so basically what we did is we said hey you know enter to wear that win this pair of running shoes and this was actually not even that related i would i would advise people get more relevant with it but we gave away the pair of shoes and we sent out this like email sequence where we we're like hey you know here's the winner we announced who the winner was but then we said like okay but you know for all of you who didn't win as a thank you as a thank you for entering even though you didn't win uh here is a three months free to it was called runners on the go so three months free membership of runners on the go uh and it's like I don't know it was some low cost like five bucks a month or something like that so we gave him three months free and dude and it like worked right like it was like we got mm-hmm. that was the biggest bump of signups we got other than going to an event so like when we paid to be like a booth at a marathon uh those were the biggest bumps of signups we got but the ROI wasn't good because we pay like a thousand bucks to do this booth and we'd get you know 20 people signed up or something like that which if you're doing the math on that takes about 1 million years to roi uh mm-hmm. so yeah i mean it was kind of like oh like we only spent like 200 dollars on that campaign we grew our email list and then we did and then we got to promote things to our email list so i you know i promoted the runners on the go but back then i didn't really know how to monetize an email list better but that was kind of like one of the first times that i was like oh i had an idea i did a thing i executed this giveaway i gave people something they wanted And then in return, they kind of like did something I wanted as long as it was relevant to what they wanted, right? Like I know they don't really want running shoes unless they're a runner. And if they're a runner, then they might be interested in this. And that was like the core of the giveaway model. And we've had so many iterations of it since then.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember specifically when I first joined you in marketing and uh, one of the accounts that I would kind of handle um i mean i don't know that we should mention who it is exactly but they
0: they were i I don't think they even sell online because they don't do these giveaways anymore
1: oh really wow it was was diesel
0: Diesel brothers Brothers. we'll just say who it was it was diesel if you ever watched diesel brothers on the on the discovery channel it was their e-commerce brand which was diesel power gear um yeah but yeah it was them right and and we were running all the email marketing for them good friends still shout out to van shout out to my guy van oaks good friends still um, with uh, who the guy who was their marketing director and who really put them on the map uh, from an e-commerce perspective at the time. And he had us running the email.
1: Yeah. And that email, that was fun. I mean, that was kind of my first like real gig, I think, in marketing. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was, uh, it was a year long, which pretty good run, honestly. You know, looking back on it at the time, I was like, oh, that's another over end. Uh, but that's just not how it works it's all the time in the business world. Uh, but I had a good time and I <laughs> learned a had. lot.
0: I, I, I think that every time like, I've ever heard somebody say, this will never end, like this isn't going to end or this isn't going to stop. That's what this will never stop. It'll never stop. We'll never stop. That's living on like a hack in business. Yeah. Almost always it stops like shortly thereafter. It's like if you found the hack, other people are going to find it. Anyway, go ahead.
1: That's like the motivational thing. be like, never stop, never stopping. Like It's <laughs> a good one, you know? <laughs> Life's a garden, dig it, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I particularly learned the value of what a giveaway can do. Like you just explained, I won't re explain it, but we brought that over to, uh, in particular, our sports podcast really has benefited yeah. from it the most. Yeah, so when we're talking uh, about growing
0: podcast downloads, that's where we've, this is where we've kind of like applied it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I thought I'd just kind of show what we mean by those kinds of things. So like here is one type of giveaway that we just actually ended give me like two zooms the, uh, three zooms two, give me two yeah, zooms. Yeah, it's, it's zoomy zoomy
0: oh weird okay yeah so this is Got an ad this better. is a facebook ad which runs on instagram as well if you're on instagram you can't see it you can go to youtube and see it if you want uh but it's just an ad that says or if you're listening on like spotify or apple podcast i'll just explain it to you uh you know it's a graphic of is that aaron judge yeah, it is, Judge. You're in Judge, who plays for the Yankees, and there's just like a text on the image that says, win a custom MLB jersey of your choice on opening day. Uh, and then the copy says, MLB fans, giveaway alert, win a custom MLB jersey. So basically, really obvious, like, hey, you like baseball you like Aaron Judge you like the Yankees you like any of these things Win a custom MLB Jersey and then there's like a, kind of a little there's some other little stuff you know you can go to YouTube and 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 see it, it you know after this if you really want to see the details of it uh but yeah right. we're giving them a custom one so the custom one is essentially where they get to pick the team and then they get to put whatever name on the back if they wanted like if they wanted to put right. judge on the back and pretend it's an Aaron Judge Jersey they could or if they're like me and I'm like oh I was always number two and my name's I could put coil on the back, and I could put number two on a Yankees jersey, right? So that's what we're giving away here, yeah?
1: Right. Yep, and we've done a couple of these. So just another one here, like the NBA jerseys giveaway here. So um, this one's still active, I believe. You can pick active. any NBA player jersey, any team, Little any style. One. Yeah, yeah. Well, why not, right?
0: Yeah. Check us out,
1: Triple Cross Podcast down here. Uh, you can find us on all your major podcast apps or, and also on YouTube. We have a video version, just like we do for ModCom. So yep. check us out over there uh another one here too we also gave away two tickets to uh an nfl home opener for next season yep. this was kind of our first one that we did and it had you know pretty good success so we built upon that and i think we've actually fine-tuned it quite a bit uh but always following those same principles of what you kind of first outlined make sure you're giving away something that speaks to your particular audience uh something that would be of pretty high value to them, or at least high perceptional value to them, uh, relative to like what you can afford as a production. Yeah. And, uh, that's pretty solid at generating some buzz and yeah. you just try to like hijack that buzz and relay it on over to your content. That's
0: Honestly, I would, say, I would say in terms of driving those 75,000 downloads per month that we're at tactically, this is the single biggest thing for sure is doing these giveaways and and uh and then uh in terms of driving the highest quality downloads so because let's get into quality a little bit in a second because I'm gonna start I'm gonna start with this statement and say the giveaways have driven the highest quality downloads and like the people who listen to us every time and chat with us and know who we are and and all of that stuff these are the highest quality listeners. That's what the giveaways have driven that. So I wanna address this thing because we're talking about doing giveaways, right? Which a mm-hmm. lot of people kind of write off. Uh, and given, it's not like I've implemented a giveaway for uh, every single brand,
1: but- Especially coming from the marketing world because like from marketing- well, yeah, who are, are we- Like a stigma right? With, with giveaway model.
0: Yeah, there is a stigma. Cause it's like, who we tries try? Is that really gonna attract buyers, right? That's the question. Most um, people would
1: think it attracts low quality people that could be on your list that are just kind of mucking it up not converting yeah. maybe not even engaging with your other content so yeah. all around not that useful but yeah sorry we, we found slightly different uh results
0: well why let's talk about why though let's talk about because because i will say this i think even us get you know marketing professionals who've run lots of giveaways mm-hmm. we have messed up like we not messed up but we've had instances where we run a giveaway, and we don't actually get like buyers with it, we do attract what we would right. call a low quality audience. So sure. why is it? And how is it that a giveaway actually works to attract a high quality audience for you?
1: I think that I mean, we didn't talk about this ahead of time. But I think one of the major reasons is the ask is way different. What we're asking now is way different. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we want to believe that that these people can still convert for our sponsors but there's a huge step that is missing in the marketing funnel for other brands that we have now which is the content itself yeah. right like the whole oven uh, the oven analogy a lot right exactly you have gotta to put bake. them in the oven gotta bake them yeah some people arrive at your brand if you're just some random e-commerce brand some people arrive at your brand already pretty warm you know which means like they in got, your funnel they, maybe they, got they
0: before you know what i mean they're already they, baked that or even
1: if from another brand they got a little bit of information on how good this type of product could be and then you know they jump immediately halfway down your funnel basically without you having to have done anything that could happen um but with, with the giveaway model like most people are probably not like that because you're not that's not really how you you're getting them pretty cold that's yeah. why i think the hit rate for other e-commerce brands is pretty low but when all you're at you're not asking them to buy when you're sending them to your podcast you're not asking a huge ask in return you're saying hey We know you like running shoes or we know you like to go to football games. We know you like to buy basketball jerseys. We know you want these, all these different types of things. Well, guess what those go hand in hand with is this content that we've made specifically around that exact same stuff. You want NBA jerseys? Guess what? We have a whole NBA show. You can just hear us talk about NBA and maybe you like it, maybe you don't. But that's a lot easier ask than to say, now go buy something from us. Right? Just give us. Two minutes of your time you don't like it leave if you do stick around and the more they stick around those people get baked their temperature rises they're sitting in our oven for long enough to where we believe they can convert for our sponsors they will convert to more and more of our episodes they'll become quality listeners they'll engage with us we'll basically just get a huge return from that person and it just took kind of cranking up the uh temperature a little bit
0: you know when I first learned this is uh because I always kind of thought this thing about giveaways but I have always had a little faith because I had that thing with runners on the go happened where I was like oh no some of them actually signed up for the membership and then dude I so there's been two other times where it's like step it's kind of like stepped up each time so the second time was I started doing them for this marathon it was the Utah Valley Marathon uh again just, I'm just I'm all about the shout-outs today the Utah Valley Marathon and I ran giveaways for a free entry into the Utah Valley Marathon I only targeted Utah and I was like dude you would not want an entry into a, a freaking marathon like ain't nobody want to run a marathon unless <laughs> yeah. you're a person who already wants to run a marathon like, all right so we've
1: established you're a psycho yes. basically no like you want I, some psycho
0: shoes I was trying to attract psychopaths so I was like well you know I let me give psychopaths the thing that they already want like I don't want to give away an iPod if I want to attract psychopaths right like I give yeah. them psychopathic things. so I gave away an entry into the marathon and uh that one crushed so the more relevant it is and the more qualifying it is the better right I would even say sometimes with triple cross I'm like ah sometimes I wish we could be a little more qualifying because a lot of people might want a jersey that aren't that into sports but you know, I mean there's a balance there but like uh sure. yeah like that one what that one killed it because the cost per lead you know the cost per person to enter was like so low you know 70 cents or 80 cents or something like that and then it I mean we we'd spend a 100 bucks on a campaign and then when we did that winner announcement email we kind of we stacked it up so we do this winner announcement where we would go uh you know hey here's the winner here's a promo code for everyone else just a reminder the price is going up in two days and then we right. go because because all all races have price hikes Basically, I think all events have price hikes. You know, so then we would stack this three-day email sequence. So like the last one was like, hey, you know, like not only do you have a discount right now, but the price on this thing is about to go up. Uh, yeah. And I mean, we'd spend two hundred bucks on a campaign, and and we do, you know, $2,000 worth of entries, uh, which was big for them, you know? And I think we scaled that all the way up to like $1,000 on a campaign and that drove like five or $6,000 worth of entries. And then we got maybe a little bit locally, you know, challenged, right? Like there's only so many people, there's only so many psychopaths in a rural era, era, that area that wanna run a marathon. So, uh, so yeah, like that worked. And then the other time it worked that I was like, oh, this has legs. And this is what led me to do this kind of what led us to do it for the podcast was we were working with a live shopping company um that and you were here for this one where we did uh they they just went live every day and like sold clothes which yeah. to us was like weirdest thing in the world at first we were like right. why do people buy the clothes though but like no she would just go live every day and she'd like put it on and she'd be like here's how it fits it fits a little small so if you're large get a medium whatever and then she'd be like you know comment sold in your size or sold in your color and your size and dude it would like she would sell so much and yeah. we were like what if we just got more people into the lives so we right. did these these to grow the email list and the SMS list which is the other key
1: so, we so these, that yeah that became things fundamental things.
0: And her lives went from like 50 people like 500 and they 5x their revenue and all this stuff so i'm like okay i know you can do it right and that one was pretty generous just like giving away an outfit or something like that you know like right so it's relevancy is the key we're not giving away an ipod to attract people to our sports podcast because anybody could want an ipad whether they're into sports or not when we're to grow modcom this is actually one of the challenges with growing modcom i think is that there's not like a super highly relevant giveaway that like really applies to business people, marketers, e-commerce people. You know what I mean? I think we've tried... A lot tried- tougher. Yeah, we've tried like oh, yeah. a year of Shopify. We've tried some tra- tickets to like a conference, but not everybody has the recognition of those things. So yeah, it's it's right. harder on ModCom for sure. But yeah, SMS. Let's talk about SMS because I think that's the other key to this.
1: Right. I think relevance and then SMS particularly is another unlock. That at first, you might say, well, yeah, text is good. But for live recordings, for live you know, selling live events, anything like that, where you're trying to send people to something right now. Um, guess what does a very bad job of that? Email marketing, yeah. Email marketing is great. At getting an ROI cost is so low. Um, I'm a huge email marketing fan. Like I said, that was one of my first that was my first gig in marketing. Uh, still love it to this day. But it is very, very bad at getting people to a place right now. You know, that's going to be over the course of a day, two days, maybe a whole week. Um, SMS is far superior in sending traffic to a place instantly, Uh, particularly because, you know, you're getting a notification every time, basically, for text messages. Uh, Most people have silenced their email notifications or at least like manicured them, at least now to where like if you sign up for some random email list, you're not getting a notification necessarily. Um, And you're definitely not like, you know, dying to go open it right away, even if you do. So uh, we found that SMS is huge. So having a funnel, the giveaway funnel like we use uh, that gathers phone numbers is pretty much just kind of the whole reason worth doing in the whole funnel to begin with. I don't know if that's overstepping, but more or less it is. And, uh, you know, in, in regular funnels, you might find that conversion rate for sms is pretty low uh, as far as like grabbing the phone number because you can't make it mandatory i believe uh yeah. on on you No, there's yeah
0: we're not lawyers right so that little disclaimer here you have to follow all tcpa laws and all, all laws around texting and stuff like that uh we're not going to tell you exactly how to do that that's not what this show is about but we can tell you it's it's well worth it right
1: and we can tell you that we get about a little bit over 60 percent. Uh, conversion rate for like all the people that give us about about sixty two sixty three 63% of them also give us their phone number. So it's not it's a pretty good conversion rate. We're still gathering, you know, we're still gathering SMS textable numbers uh, at a pretty reasonable rate, pretty reasonable cost. And like we said already, the value in those people, you know, they they show us that by when they get the text, they show up on the show and they participate. And that's how we're flywheeling right now.
0: For sure. So uh <clears throat> so I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up this whole section because I think we're about to move into the tactical a little bit and like I do wanna give people like a look if you are at zero, because I want to deliver on the title of this episode, which uh if you're on YouTube or LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever, you know that I kind of titled this episode something like how we grew from zero to seventy five thousand downloads a month. So I do want to get into the tactical of like, okay, we used giveaways here's what we've got essentially just gone through is like hey here's the foundational knowledge you need for giveaways and if I were to sum that up I would just say you know making giveaways work is it's a balancing uh relevance of what you're giving away how relevant is what you're giving away to who you want to attract something highly relevant will attract the right people content you know, so what they see and how well you bake them, how well you bring them from, you know, someone who just entered to win this thing to someone who's like, yeah, I'm in on you or what you're selling or whatever. Right. So content is a second element. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that that's really it like it's and then and then platform like so specifically using email if email is the right move for you using sms if you're doing a lot more like live stuff right like we're doing a lot of live stuff so sms works really well so uh it's it but that but that's it it's like relevance you know get something as relevant as possible to who you want to attract and then have content right so in my example with the utah valley marathon it was an extremely relevant prize right like i didn't we didn't have to have any content to warm them up i'm like i already know if you mm-hmm. enter to win a man, a marathon like race entry you want to run a marathon okay i don't even right. need to warm you up so i can just give you a discount tell you hey you didn't win sorry but here's a discount and uh and then you're gonna you know you're gonna enter uh whereas like with the live shopping thing where it was clothing women's clothing it was like hey it's not like all women wear clothes and what we're giving away is some kind of like outfit or something like that gift card uh and so we needed to bake them a little bit but luckily those that lady like she went live every day right and she's really endearing so we just so we send them to the live and that was ovens like we gathered all of the we gathered all the you know cookie dough and we just all we did was put it into cookies and put it on the cookie sheet and like send it to the live oven and that oven like the content baked it so that then they just start buying from her. So really it's a, it's a mix of relevancy of prize and content. And then, uh, you know, and then using the right tool for the right job. So let's get into, into that a little bit tactically, yeah. where are we promoting these, what are we using to like generate the leads and then what are we using to like send email SMS and, and I don't want to spend too long on specific tactics.
1: No, yeah, for sure. No, because uh, there's, I think there's you- a lot of ways
0: to skin this cat, but. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I think what you just laid out is the general knowledge, the kind of theories you need to buy into, the philosophy you need to kind of buy into. Um, and this, and if you're truly at zero, if you're starting at zero, you're probably wondering how. So that I guess we can just briefly touch on how we tend to do this. Some of the tools we use. Um, I think you, we could do it without these tools, just to be fair. Uh, but the first one, the one that we've become most accustomed to while running these giveaways, uh, would be viral sweep. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's it's a nice tool, you know. Shout out, not a sponsor, uh, but I do recommend it if you want to try running a giveaway. Um, I think you can you can do it for free, right? I think there's a free. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. If there's positive. a free
0: version. I don't want <clears throat> to.
1: I don't know for sure, but I will say whatever we pay for it, it's worth it. Um,
0: yeah, I think I'm on like the most expensive plan there is, and it's still worth it to us
1: yeah you get a lot of customization for how your giveaway is going to look you don't need a separate page builder you don't need some kind of like instapage or click funnels or anything like that you can do everything you need to do within so it's show up one one stop shop um it'll it'll safeguard you from doing a lot of stuff the wrong way it has a nice flow for you already i think it'll have some legal stuff kind of already maybe not already put in there for you but it'll already have a spot for where you need to put some of your legal like the rules at least even if you don't call that legal um <laughs> yeah it, it's a, it's a pretty nice tool for what it is and i've found that the more just like any good tool i would i would say this is true about any good tool i found in marketing the more time i spend using it the more i learn about it and the more i'm able to do with it right whereas a lot of some tools you just find it's kind of like a oh this is all you this is it and usually those things fall out of my tool stack pretty quick i find some better alternative that yeah as I use it more I'll get a bigger return sometimes
0: they're necessary it. like freaking I mean this episode sure. is about podcasting so I'll call out some like megaphone dude it's by Spotify just get your crap together megaphone be better be they've better got some
1: good stuff they've got a good selling point <laughs> they help you
0: monetize they do help you monetize so I'll give them that but yeah. like in terms of like analytics or basically any kind of ease of use it's just not great.
1: especially when you're like, uh, we use it those because YouTube we want to, we platform. want money, we
0: want to make money from our podcast, so we use it still. So, I will call them out for that. But yeah, when right. we're coming from YouTube, we're like, what Which, is this? Makes no sense YouTube,
1: you could pour over data for weeks and still have plenty more to look at, <laughs> right. uh, you have more info than you'd ever need on YouTube in that yeah. analytics section. Uh, yeah, Megaphone could take a page out of that book for sure. Um, so anyway, that's back yeah, to I mean- viral sweep. If you want to run a some kind of giveaway, I highly recommend using it.
0: Um, Yeah, yeah. and And essentially, if you want to start a podcast,
1: I actually you know Megaphone. Sure, go for it. If you want to use
0: Megaphone, well, let me tell you what. If you want to start a podcast, I'm going to say this: Megaphone is a more or not sorry, Megaphone Viral Sweep. To me, in terms of how we've grown our podcast, running giveaways is a more essential tool for growing our podcast than any pod like than than hosting it. Right. Having the audience is more essential for growth than even hosting. Hosting, you'll figure out. If you got an audience, you're going to figure out hosting. You're going to figure out how to get them something if you got an audience. But if you go and you do all the technical setup and you get it hosted and you do all that and you just have no audience, you know what? That sucks. You know, like that, that's the kind of thing that wears on you. Uh, right. And then you just stop doing it. Uh, so I mean, from like,
1: day one, that has been, at least in my mind, that was always the, the way that I was looking at it we're never going to grow if this becomes something we just don't want to do anymore. If we you get so to downtrodden. To yes. Yeah, exactly. So the way that you can keep yourself excited about whatever it is you're going to talk about, whatever it is you're going to cover, whatever content you're making it has to oh, be something that you want to do. Otherwise nobody wants to watch you or listen to you do it. That's for yeah. sure
0: no i i yeah and an audience helps right like i I, in sports i would always say you know people always say like well it's not about winning it's about having fun well it's a lot more fun when you're winning so it's a little about winning right and so if you want to talk about something with your friends and you do a podcast and you don't really care how many people are listening that's fine you can have fun doing that but i'll tell you what it's a lot more fun when people are listening It really is i
1: agree john i agree
0: (laughs) so so at the core i'm going to just break this down tactically really quick uh we use a tool called viral sweep very easy to use very intuitive if you just sign up for it and start making a giveaway you'll get it um we use facebook ads and and we use a few different traffic channels we've tried twitter ads we've tried facebook ads we've tried some youtube ads uh we use facebook ads so specifically meta ads facebook and instagram ads to drive traffic to essentially advertise hey we have this giveaway we send people to the viral sweep page, they enter their, you know, name, phone number, and email. And then viral sweep has this thing where you can actually tie in like all of your socials. Like you can say, all right, now follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, it has some other stuff where it's like, we can give them bonus entries and they, and you can give them bonus entries for all that stuff. Uh, and we could give them bonus entries even for like listening to full episodes of the podcast. So again, thinking about baking them where it's like, Hey, you know, like I'll bribe you, I'll give you 50 bonus entries to this giveaway. If you listen to a full episode of the podcast and then you're kind of saying like well I'm having faith that my content's good enough and that you know we're or we're entertaining enough or some combination of the two that you know that they're going to be like a little bit more uh sticky and endeared to us and not everyone is for sure not everybody vibes with us but same thing like imagine I mean it's anything though like imagine if you're like a really great musician uh I literally see somebody watching on our IG right now who is a great musician like she's legitimately very good and like if you're like oh if I could just get more people to listen they'll be in you know they'll be in on it um and like okay if you could get them to watch an entire cover right or two and you could give them bonus entries for whatever giveaway you're giving them for that like it gets a lot easier right and then you just give them concert tickets to some musician that is similar to your style some some like artist that's similar some musician some artist that's similar to your style right like it's just it's it's not hard so uh yeah run ads do the giveaway set up the bonus entries and then we either email them or sms message them for the podcast every time we're live or every time we drop a new episode you know so we're dropping episode on Spotify or Apple pods or whatever you know we just drop them the link to it uh for us we do it live a lot so for modern commerce I think we've specifically kind of decided let's push more Spotify but like for triple cross we do it live a lot so we just drop them a a text message every time we're live um and then yeah I mean simple that's where the downloads come now I do want to say that podcasting shouldn't be all about downloads like some of this should be about retention and like getting people, baking people and getting people like really in on you. So let's talk about that a little bit. Once they're there, what are we doing to like get them more in on us, get them to be kind of a, a power listener?
1: Yeah. So we do, I'd say we do quite a few things in that. That's like, a that's,
0: oh, yeah. that's there's a, a lot that goes it. into that. Yeah. There's but
1: I mean, okay. So considering their path, they don't always know us. When they first show up right so yeah i would say one of the things that we do is we actually even on our show even though most of our people found us through the giveaways we still promote the giveaways on the show which sounds like yes. obvious but i think it's important because well, we're we're working time- with
0: algorithmic platforms youtube serves exactly. us to new people so we want those yes. new people to know about our giveaways yeah
1: and i mean for anybody who's on youtube i mean free little nugget is you can find out just by looking at your own analytics if you do anything live on youtube but if you're planning on maybe, maybe you make videos and you want to start going live on your YouTube channel. If you have one, um, YouTube will not give you any organic lift or push it, push your video to any other viewers until about 20 minutes in. That's just something that you wouldn't know unless you do it. Yeah. So either you so sit around for 20 minutes and do nothing, do and... some intentional
0: stuff. Yeah. Did you exactly. notice how we didn't really get into it today until 15 to 18 minutes? Like yeah. if you've been around this whole time, then you're like, oh, yeah, I thought you guys were just shooting. We were. We were just kind of shooting the bull, right? But like yeah, it's because we knew that that YouTube would start serving us about 15 to 20 minutes in. We don't want to be halfway through the topic at that point. We want to like really just be getting into it so that when people are like, oh, how I grew a podcast, like they feel like they're they're in on it, you know, from the jump.
1: Right. I'd say the other thing we do is, you know, when we get those people there, the worst thing you can do is ignore them. We do yeah. a good job, I'd say, of bringing the chat, at least. Not necessarily everybody who's watching, but if they're willing to reach out to us and send us chat messages while we're live, yeah. we're going to talk about it. We're going we're to answer we're gonna their gonna questions. It. Yep. We've definitely been on shows at this point where there are too many messages to acknowledge most of the people. Yep. But, you know, usually it's nice if you, have, if you have the luxury of having, like, a background producer once you hit that size. You can have that person kind of looking through the comments popping good ones up on the screen that's what we do if you're a, not a video podcast no screen to worry about i guess um
0: look at that we, there's a blast from the past hey, he, what's he up? engaging hey. the chat he probably was testing the theory do you guys really yeah. acknowledge the chat yes we really acknowledge the chat jesse we uh
1: really do.
0: jesse's a childhood friend he played like played baseball with us growing up hey
1: jesse i want to know how much do you think our podcast weighs
0: <laughs> how much you think that mountain weighs? Yeah. Oh, what a throwback joke! Yeah, that was a just time. a joke one day. were plan. We were, yeah. playing, we were, we were traveling, we're, like traveling, and he's like, Hey, guys, how much do you think that mountain weighs? Like, dude, I, I don't it was, like sleep deprived, even and, uh... all the trees on it. I couldn't even begin to guess, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, no, that was a wild question.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> anyway, so what were we talking about here? How else do we, uh how else do we get people So, so in I think we our- bridge
0: them. I think there's a little uh I think there's a little bridge here where we kind of do this thing where hey you got you came in for a giveaway. Mm-hmm. So we'll even kind of rebribe them a little bit. Like on Triple Cross we do this on a lot on Modern Commerce on this show we don't do it as much. Uh but like on on Triple Cross maybe mainly, mainly cuz we don't even know what to give away on Modern Commerce, but on Triple Cross what we'll do is we'll be like hey, you know, we're going to do many giveaways during the show. So we will be like, Hey, you know, get an NBA shop gift card. And then we'll, we'll, we'll juice the chat. We'll juice the YouTube, YouTube algorithm doing that. So we'll say, you know, Hey, you gotta like the video. You gotta subscribe to the channel. If you're not already, you gotta hit the bell icon. So you get notifications and then you gotta hop in the chat and give us, you know, sometimes it's relevant. Like yesterday I asked everybody what they think about the Sacramento Kings. Cause the Kings just clinched a playoff spot, you know, but sometimes it's like, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream. We're just trying to get them chatting so that then oh. we can respond. And I can be like, you seriously like bubble gum ice cream like are you an adult or like are you seven you know and then like we can engage them a little bit and then then the chat will get them the chat will get them and then it kind of has a live it's its own living breathing thing so we drive engagement and that does two things one it gets us more reach two and it gets us more you know downloads or views or whatever it is uh two it it gets people like in on it right and and it's not just that they're in on us they're not just like oh these guys are really insightful or these guys are really funny cuz i don't think we're I, particularly either of those things we do try and well, be insightful we do try is. which yeah yeah no i don't think i am right but like yeah. uh you you know we do try and be insightful and funny but like i wouldn't live and die on being the most insightful pre- you know i'm not trying to be jordan no. peterson out here uh or whoever you <laughs> think is insightful i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah. oh there goes half of our audience right I'm, there.
0: Not, I'm not trying to be yeah i'm not trying to be joe dirt out here you know like yeah. whoever you think is a your wise man i or like you know you're funny at, like i'm not a comedian and but like the community people get in on the community then Right, because they engaged with this chat, they engaged with us. Sometimes we engage with the chat, like it was a thing. They're in on the joke now. You know what I mean? Like they're oh. in and and then and then they'll just come start coming back. And then they get deeper and deeper. It's, they follow us on all the channels. And then, you know, that's when when we make a recommendation of like, hey, you know, this sponsor, blah, blah, blah. like yeah if i'm if i'm looking for a new wallet then your wallet sponsor like yeah for sure i'll i'll support you guys by getting that wallet
1: right or whatever if you're watching this there's a good chance you're already a marketer of some sort uh since yeah unless you're unless
0: you're just following us following me on instagram and you just know me in real life
1: Yeah, unless you're Jesse Nielsen, who may be in marketing. I don't know what Jesse is I, I think he
0: does insurance. Am I right about that, Jesse? Okay. Are you well, there's
1: guy? some marketing involved there for sure. There's definitely marketing.
0: Um, Casey used to do insurance. Fun fact. Go ahead. But
1: one of the like principles of marketing is, is the, the rule of reciprocity. So right. this is kind of what we're just every step of the way. We're doing something to these people as they're coming into our world. We're doing something that just gives them kind of value, even if the value is just a chance to win something. Yeah. Most of the people will not win the major thing that we're giving away—the the, the oh. trip to a home opener, the the jersey yeah. that we're giving away. I mean, Most we had Five thousand
0: people, five thousand people entered to win to that win that home opener ticket, and one person won right most of them will not win but plenty of them still stick around and watch the pod and listen to the pod and engage in the chat and engage in the community and do all of that because
1: they did get something up front from us they got that chance and then once they get there like you said we just keep layering that with more and more stuff that they want to have you're getting conversations if they jump in the chat they can have conversations all their own in the chat with other people in our community now You don't even have to listen to the podcast you could come just for the chat and chat with those people sometimes it's a whole other conversation happening over there yeah a lot
0: of times it is yeah Yeah. you could have it on silent and just be chatting so so like here this is what it is and this is i would say the general overlying rule to like growing a podcast is you have to have two things you have to have the reason for them to come and the reason for them to stay right and the reason them for them to come is usually either like a gimmick it's a giveaway what we're doing is a giveaway sometimes it's a gimmick it's like a very unique podcast angle it's like a podcast about you know if oranges could be uh the president you know or whatever i don't know some stupid unique podcast angle that it's like okay like i'm intrigued by this right uh or it's whatever right like you have to have a reason for them to come first and then once they're there you have to have a reason for them to stay the reasons for them to stay are a lot of the things right like that's what we've been talking about but but i think what it ultimately comes down to is either do they feel like they're part of a community by being in your podcast? Like, is it is it make them be around and engage with other people who are like them, uh, or do they just get in on you? Like, do they think you right. are funny or think you're entertaining, or do they think that the content you put out is really valuable to them? Right. And since we reason. know that's
1: not the case with our podcast, we no. just make <laughs> since sure
0: we, we, give we know advice. we put out zero value, uh, we just you know bribe them with more giveaways. That's how we do yeah. it.
1: But I mean, hey, that works too. And uh, like you said, there's just there's many reasons why somebody would hang around. So, I mean, if you feel like you're a part of our community, make sure you hit the subscribe button on our YouTube channel or uh, yes. follow us on IG if you're watching there. Or, man, I mean, all the different
0: all the uh, things channels we're, we're on Instagram. Yeah, that, just do the we're, things we are supposed, supposed to do. LinkedIn.
1: Like us, uh, you know, do all those things. Because follow be us wherever you're, you're watching. Yeah, yeah, 100. percent um and you know we're, we're kind of bringing that attitude that we're explaining to everything even in modcom we're we're constantly right. thinking of new things we can try for giveaways uh for other other types of value values up- up yeah exactly we we are we are big proponents of value up front um and and a good balance on the ask give uh continuum
0: yes the give ass barely country. got
1: out of that one I, I didn't know what I was saying you
0: it, you it looked sloppy coming in like you were around in third base just stumbling you <laughs> dove in you dove in though you beat the ball good job um okay so I want to talk about I want to talk about two things one other so so what number one biggest thing that we've done I would say there's two big things that have made us grow the podcast one giveaways and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna include in that giveaways and then a lot of thought and work and and uh focus on taking those people who came in via giveaways and and sort of baking them and warming them up to us so so that's one and two monetizing and we could do a whole other show about monetizing and how we're making probably we, and we probably will. We'll do this <laughs> as a series, this building a media company series. Uh, but monetizing, I think, was one of the biggest things that, yep. uh, that that helped us grow for two reasons. One, once we had a sponsor, we were like, oh, we got to, del- we got to deliver, right? It changes like,
1: the entire mental Changes structure.
0: your mindset. Oh, and I hate to be the Gary Vee freaking whatever motivational speaker coach guy. But look, mindset really is everything. When you think about your hobby like a business when you think about your podcast like a business when you think about your music like a business when you think about whatever it is you do and that you're into and that you want to grow and why you're here and watching this we think about that like a business it changes your mindset around it and when somebody gives your business money you want to deliver the value back to them uh and and so that you're like we have to now I was like we have to grow now we have to get the viewers now we have to get them the attention they deserve for taking a chance on us and sponsoring us and so we took some of that money and we reinvested it into growth both, and that's huge
1: yeah I would actually say it's very similar to the same jump and it's funny because we just started our baseball show not too long ago right and uh we have another we have a third partner uh with us on our our sports show triple cross podcast yeah. um who he runs the baseball show and the jump from hey I'd like to do a show you know and hey we, yeah I I made up an idea of what I think the show should be let's do it and even shooting that for a show not it, it's fun it's honestly fun. Um, it's just yeah. a good time. Um, anything Talking that goes stories. right feels great. Right.
0: passionate about, yeah.
1: Anything that goes wrong, you'll, it'll get better. What you don't realize when you start a weekly podcast is that treadmill has started and yep. the speed is constant. And every week you have to do that same thing. And by about week three, four, I, I don't wanna say there's like some
0: week, dude, Yeah, I mean, done. how many weeks have we done this? If week 200 sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah. I by mean, week 200, it, it's, it's
0: still difficult. <laughs>
1: It's more than you think it'll take to get into that process. Once you kind of get it going, kind of get used to it uh, a little bit. But it, it's, yeah. it's tough. And I would say it's the same kind of jump when you do land that sponsor to bring it back to that. It's like, oh, it levels up again. You go, like, yeah. not only can we now not miss a week, we have responsibilities to put these out uh, for our sponsors. Like, how, like, we're actually seeing how in the future this kind of can become its own thing. It's maybe potentially like full time opportunity. Um, really like, honestly can be life changing, but it won't be that way unless you continue to do what you've been doing. So if you find any amount of juice that works, anything that, that tends to go right. All of a sudden you're like doubling, tripling down on those things. And, yeah. uh, you want to, you want to run down every avenue, but there's so many avenues, so many, you know, shiny objects, uh, yeah. for our marketing friends, everybody knows what that means. Uh, you got to figure out which ones to avoid and which ones to run down. You know, that I think that's as much of a struggle. That also is uh, probably a topic for a whole episode on its own. Yeah. But to sponsorships, yeah, you got to do what will ultimately get you some monetization so that you can put more time and resource into your podcast so that it can be the best it can be. So that's simple.
0: Yeah no so so yeah I mean look two things it's like the giveaways have been game changing and then thinking about it like a business became game changing and this helps me trans kind of transfer into what I just wanted to say was like once I started thinking about it as a business because we got a sponsor then I started thinking well what do you do to promote a business and get more people Well, you run ads we run ads Senator that's it at the end of the day uh so yeah I mean we just started running ads and and how we've grown modcom and I do want to touch on this because the giveaway thing is huge and I think that everybody should do that and if that's your one takeaway that's what you should do uh but how we've grown modcom is a little bit different one we have been more uh algorithm gifted you might say right uh and two we've run ads to just like we've run youtube ads to just get more views and we know hey some of the people will watch it some of the people will watch quite a bit of it and some of those people will subscribe and they'll keep coming back and that's essentially what's happening happened and as we've grown that little group you know then then we get some algorithm love on a good episode uh we'll get some algorithm love because like we'll you know they'll watch the whole thing and if you got 20 people in a row 50 people in a row 100 people in a row 200 people in a row watch the whole thing then youtube goes like oh this is a good piece of content and it starts serving it to everybody so that's right. one thing the other thing is we yeah i mean we've run youtube ad we've run twitter ads i have a small personal brand on twitter so we share the episodes uh we have our guests share the episodes, just all the stuff that you already know about. Um, but yeah, specifically running ads, running ads on Twitter, running ads on YouTube, running ads on LinkedIn. We've even gotten tactical and worked with groups who like, you know, do a bunch of like uh, Twitter meme pages where it's like, you know, business meme tweets and stuff like that, you know, or whatever, like just funny business pages, funny topical pages, and they, you know, promote your show all over it and stuff. Like we've done all kinds of stuff. Uh, to grow modern commerce. But yeah, I mean, I think a lot mm-hmm. of it is just like figuring out how do I invest dollars into this in a way that will make it like grow, right? And for the most part, I think the giveaway is, is the move. Uh, but yeah. sometimes it, I did touch on some of those other things. Um,
1: I, I would say another thing that's working hugely to our advantage for modern commerce specifically, and it's getting there with triple cross too, is you know, and I think this is actually pretty much the the takeaway from our first episode that was like this, but it was that we just started doing it before we even knew what we were really supposed to do. If you're watching this and this is like, oh, I'm going to hear something that makes me want to start it because they're going to give me the perfect little secret. Well, then if I can just be frank, you're probably never going to start
0: your yeah. podcast nope. uh,
1: because we just started without knowing what the hell we were doing. And no, so literally at first you just now, like start,
0: you make content and you just be okay with it going to zero people.
1: And, and what it's done for us now is now we have this pretty extensive back catalog of content, which just legitimizes you so much to yeah. potential viewers, to sponsors, to other business connections. There's so many different things. If if you did the best single episode on the internet, yeah. guess how much that means to people? It means you've done one episode, if that's yeah. all you've ever done. Uh, I would much rather have our 74 you know, episodes on a a variety yeah. of places on the quality scale let's just be real at the beginning we didn't have microphones we didn't know what we were doing no, we didn't prepare that, anything ahead if of time. You're watching really.
0: right now and this is the first episode you've ever watched please do not go back and listen to mod commerce episode one modern commerce episode one like it, and I know I should be like go do it but I'm like say hey, do, like, do it don't, uh, definitely get, it. If, get us, it if you don't believe if you don't believe us you'll get it if you do that uh But like, yeah, no, I mean, it's pretty bad in terms of like production quality, but we were just like, we're going to make content and it's, you know, we know enough that it's going to be good content and we don't know the vision yet but that's the thing it's like we had this back catalog content we got this sponsor the sponsor gave us a little bit of money you know and so then it's like okay well why don't we use that money to invest in the show and then it got super easy because it's like okay well now we have 20 30 youtube videos we can put a small amount of money behind each of those cuz cuz the campaigns where you just want to get views on your videos are so so cheap it's so cheap to get views on your videos but it's like hey if we put 10 20 bucks behind each of our episodes then we can see which ones are the stickiest how far are people getting into these episodes like when we pay to promote it when we pay to get eyeballs on it which ones are people like really vibing with then we can make more content like that which ones are getting the most subscribers we can make more content like that and then we can take all of our dollars too and put them into like the episodes that are performing the best meanwhile making more episodes that outperform them so on and so forth and 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 that's like that's really been the key for modern commerce is that it like Became this snowball, you know,
1: and that's where you get from the stage of survival to thrival, thrival. from surviving to thriving. Basically, like no, we said, survival. you need to stick with it. I, I'll stick with it. So, survival, like we said, you just got to start, even if you don't know what you're doing. You just got to start, and you just got to make sure you don't stop. Is just as important. That's just keep dream. going. Just keep surviving. The vision, and
0: so, the vision will clarify if you keep doing it.
1: Exactly. As long as it's i mean i don't want to bring destiny into it but as long as it's something you should be doing or something you have any place doing it could take 10 years who knows but you will eventually get to a point where you're like oh survival is just automatic now yeah thrival is still on the horizon and then it's kind of like hunting that down and that's definitely the phase we're in on both of our shows i'd say now i think we've definitely surpassed the survival like we don't worry about whether or not our shows are going to continue we worry about uh, not even worry we 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 or trying to hunt down as many opportunities as possible to blow up both of our shows and make them as big as possible um whatever that means to us
0: yeah no and i, I do want to call out uh one thing that we thought and this is i think every podcaster thinks is a great growth tactic but i'm gonna say uh is not maybe a great growth tactic and i want to move then into some stuff uh some things that we're struggling with that we're trying to some questions we're trying to answer right now because that's the whole point of the series is to, for it to be sort of a journey right so some things we're struggling with you know once you get to that 75 thousand download a month that like zone where will we where will you be uh, and some things that we want to kind of try out like some stuff that we're like this is on the horizon I think this will work um you know it's maybe a little bit of accountability for ourselves right just for us to look back on uh, right. the, the thing I want to hit on that I think a lot of people think will help their podcast grow but is far less impactful than you think is guests um getting guests with a lot of reach or getting guests that are celebrities or whatever is not as impactful as you think uh the reason i thought the marketing podcast and i'm not going to say it hasn't helped definitely not going to say it hasn't helped right but We've had probably, you know, we started modern commerce as more of kind of an e commerce thing, specifically talking about e commerce brands selling physical products. We've had maybe the biggest, the person who has the biggest personal brand in, you know, e commerce growth. I mean, this guy's got, he talks about growing e commerce brands all day, every day. That's all he does. And he's got like 150,000, 250,000 Twitter followers. He's got a bunch of IG followers, all that stuff. We've had him on and it like, we barely saw. What are you talking about? Mm you're not you hate this episode so i don't know if i want to call it out but oh, okay, nick, nick sharma i'm talking specifically about nick sharma he's probably one of
1: because of anything other than my own self
0: yeah casey yes and maybe that one didn't make a blip because it's not the best content we took a chance we took a chance on that content and part of this is about taking chances so uh, no regrets yeah. no regrets number no one regrets. but no number regrets. two yeah <laughs> you go hard in the paint and you have no regrets but number Man. two sometimes it doesn't work out for you uh you yeah it was a game we played a game with him uh because he's kind of you can go investor. back and watch
1: it it's the lobster pot episode. it's the lobster it pot episode. after shark tank if you, if uh, you
0: put, I'll I'll go ahead and say if you go to YouTube and you type modern commerce lobster pot that's I can't imagine anything else comes up for that I'm gonna uh, test it right now <laughs> anyway so uh he, he He's one of the biggest names in the game we've had some of the other biggest names in the game and the reason it doesn't do as much as you think is one because i don't think a lot of times people are like really searching for other people unless they're huge right so people might be out there searching for joe rogan or jordan peterson or i don't know who's someone else right like uh any kind of dude did you (laughs) you found it there it is right (laughs) A lobster pot with nick sharma
1: episode 20 <laughs> pretty early on just early on defense, pretty early <laughs> no we didn't know but there it is and that something oh man it that. was it was
0: but, not uh, our best day uh but it was a fun time i don't know it's
1: cringy what's the word it, it was a uh, head ass that
0: was, <laughs> I was head ass. Yeah, dude. way to do it way to get it in um
1: i'm young again
0: yeah <laughs> i'm young again <laughs> that's funny I'll have to tag DAPS I was at DAPS Sports this week and they that was where I learned that word um but the the head assness yeah that's DAPS just teaching us all about head ass uh anyway yeah like we had one of the biggest and uh, like number like unless it's whatever someone huge nobody's searching them and if there's someone huge they can be found in a lot of more credible places than you than you right so if people are searching them the likelihood that they're going to come across you is, is not high right? right um and then the, the other thing is like those people they'll share it i'm not saying they won't share it in, but i have personal relationships like nick shackleford i love him I love Nick Shackelford he's been on our show three times he's been on more than anybody else he's got a p- pretty big personal brand pretty big Twitter following pretty big IG following pretty big LinkedIn following he shares it like when we do it and we give it to him whatever he shares it but like people who have that big of a following on socials they're curating they're they're careful they're not just going to share whatever they're they're relatively careful about what they post right um they, they want to post stuff that their audience is going to find engaging and so uh you know the best way to get them to share it is to find some clip that's really engaging that they kind of want to post but for the most part it's like they it feels transactional to them like they're being you know self-promotional or they're promoting you or whatever and so like shackleford will, will he'll share it he'll share stuff i give him but like he even told me the other day like you know when i accept a collaborator invite on instagram i usually only leave it up for a few hours right and dude i, I mean i don't know i know he's got a lot of close friends and stuff like that but there was a time where like i was probably one of nick shackleford's five in inner, inner circle right one of the most people he spent the most five most time around or people he talked to like top five people we talk to right and that's someone I know really well so imagine that person you don't know really well you get him to guest on your podcast like oh I finally got whatever Gary V or whatever you think Gary V is going to share it maybe maybe a little bit maybe you make 10 clips he'll share one of them once or if you put it in your story and tag him he might put it on the story but he might not accept the collaborator invite or whatever like they won't share it and push it as much as you think and furthermore when they do it doesn't necessarily they're doing it to make themselves good, look good so they're not going to show right. something that makes you good, look good a lot of times they're not going to call you out or tag you or whatever like they're they're mainly doing it to make themselves look good um right. the one thing i will say is uh you know if you're going to do it like just understand the platform well and understand those things that are going to like really at least make them show you out a little bit but yeah i mean it, it just i'm not saying it doesn't grow you we still do it we have guests on modern commerce we have guests on triple cross and it definitely helps right like we've got um we've got a guest on triple cross for the last couple that i think has definitely helped us but uh it's not as big as you might think right so just letting you know like focus on content focus on your own growth engine that you can control not other i i will say it's
1: likely very different between the sports world which is pretty massive and this pretty niche world of especially when we were firm like e-commerce marketing um, a lot of the them have sell
0: already. Yeah, a lot of them have something to sell already in in the well, business world, so they don't want to be seen as overly salesy. You know what I mean? You know, we
1: we don't optimize everything based off this, but like, you know, and it's not the biggest component. But we talked a little bit about organic lift, like YouTube or or platforms pushing your content, you know, just into people's feeds and stuff. Uh, that's going to be harder to do with something like modern commerce or anything that's that that stuff. I mean, unless that's all that person consumes, you know, then sure, maybe. Yeah. But even then you're competing with a lot of things, at least in the sports world there, you get a little bit more of like, I don't know, There, if you're, if you're kind of on your game, you can hop on a trend a little bit more. I would say yeah. there, there's some athlete or some incident with an athlete or you know, some team like or coach.
0: To, Cause we were one of the first, first to get a good piece of content. That's out.
1: possible yeah. in e-commerce marketing. I I'm sure there is some similarities but i can't imagine one that's like so timely and so yeah. like nationally recognized internationally recognizable as like a you know if some you know all star in whatever sport gets like arrested for example right. like that's going to be a international story yep you know <laughs> if shopify comes out with a new app 10 people know about that, you know, like that's just the reality. Nobody cares. Yeah.
0: Uh, Okay. So, so let's move into some stuff. So I think that actually helps me because I, you know, I hear so many creators and and that is actually one thing with like, uh, I would say anymore, I don't necessarily think of myself as a podcaster. I don't think of us as podcasters. And it's even really like, we're kind of, you know, we're doing this title for the SEO, you know, for podcast growth, but like, I would I would say that I think of us more and more as like creators or just like media, right? Like, it's like, hey, we're gonna create, you know, like with Triple Cross, it's barely, like we don't get that many downloads on the audio, right? Like it's mostly people joining us live. It's mostly people watching the videos. You know what I mean? So yeah, are uh, watching the episodes on YouTube. So I think uh, one of the things I'm struggling with is um the collaborations thing so the thing that I just said where it's like look the guests it's not always it's not always about the guests they're not always you know going to help you as much as you think they are um one of the things I think I'm struggling with is uh like you know maybe just leveraging collaborations more because that's I maybe think like we've missed on it maybe we just aren't hitting on it right um and I mean part of it is clips so so like and this is what i you know the the conversation we keep having back and forth and just for transparency to people who are watching in the the audience right uh i am i am not sold on the idea that like clipping up your show into reels and putting it on instagram and putting it into youtube shorts and stuff like that is like highly highly impactful even though everybody does it but then at the same time there's this like other side of me who's saying like well everybody does it so there must be something to it you know what i'm saying Uh,
1: yeah i think it's just the same thing as. It has a lot of stuff. What, what you're doing when you clip stuff out. One, it, you're trying to make it into bite sized content, which theoretically uh, somebody can just kind of quickly watch your two, three minute video, get a sense whether they like you or not, and maybe engage further with some of your other stuff. Sure. And yeah, maybe for every one full length episode, you can have ten clips. So you're just kind of getting ten more opportunities, maybe. Right. For somebody to see one of your videos. That's not really how it plays out, it seems like uh, to me, to your point. Um, that's not really how it works. I would say like a good clip is worth making. Clipping by nature is like okay, like not a horrible principle, but what are you sacrificing to do that? Because it's not the most uh, easy. It, it, it takes some time to do it. Is what I'm trying to say. It's it, pretty yeah, time to it, it, Clip every I mean, episode think, a bunch of times.
0: And I, I've been very introspective about this because I'm like, oh man, clips, clips are the thing. You know, if I'm so sold on clips, then why haven't I just you know, like, why haven't I just paid somebody to do it so that they'll get done, you know? And, and it's because I have this very ROI driven mindset about business in general, where I, I ask myself, like, if I'm gonna pay somebody to do it, then I want there to be an ROI on it, you know, and I want to be, and and that's just where I haven't necessarily found the ROI on clips yet. Um, -hmm. we've hit on some clips and I mean, hit is relative, right? But we've had some clips do pretty well, get some attention. Mm -hmm. but 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 yeah like i think it's just that's that's one of the struggles i have is like how to leverage across platforms and that's why full transparency we're trying this right so i'm like look we're we're growing our instagram effectively at least on triple cross on modern commerce i haven't paid much attention to our instagram because it's mostly like my personal brand on twitter but like uh that's why i'm trying this because i'm like oh maybe there's a whole world where it's like you don't have to create 5 10 20 clips every single episode you know like you can grow your instagram you can create a clip or two or whatever like you can remain long form and make long form the main thing and just go live with it right Right. um so yeah i mean i think that's one of the things i'm struggling with and that kind of leads to one of the ideas i have right now so we can kind of do ideas and and struggles in the same vein As i have right now where we just we kind of really fully embrace the live element um and you know we start going live to like we already stream live to YouTube for all of our podcasts, but that's purely for convenience' sake, right? Like we do it so that like we record it, it's done. We download the audio, we put it on the. It audio
1: started page. for convenience, at least. You know, yeah. I would say yeah. there's other benefits now, but
0: now I'm kind of like, you know, what if we just fully lean into the live thing? You know, since yeah. I'm not, since we're not doing these clips, you know, because I'm busy, you're busy, we got crap to do, we're not doing these clips, Uh and maybe as such we're not leveraging collaborations like we should be uh why don't we just fully lean into the live thing right and we go live to IG we go live to Twitter we go live to YouTube we go live to LinkedIn and we go live to TikTok right and like you know it's going to take a few devices because you can't multicast or uh, what's it called is it multicast multi-stream sure uh, yeah simulcast from whatever our, we want to call it you know on, on ig specifically and on TikTok, you have to be on mobile to do it um or there's like some really hacky ways but but really to make it native you have to be on mobile but like yeah i mean maybe the move is next time we have nick shackleford on instead of You know doing trying to do clips or get them to share it afterwards maybe it's like dude you don't have to share it afterward at all i'm just gonna make an ig live right now and i'm gonna invite you and like let's go right Uh, i'm gonna make a a, you know i'm gonna put it on twitter as a live or let's connect your twitter so we can go live to your twitter right Mm -hmm. um you know so that's that's kind of what i'm playing with right now is is the idea i want to test maybe over the next little it's a high priority idea for me i think because because i don't think we've fully leveraged collaborations like we can I
1: uh, I wanted, to, I'm glad we circled back to collaborations and I guess we can file this under ideas as well. Um, I think one of my theories as we've done more and more collaborations with people um, and the reason why it might work better on our sports show is because we're, I guess it's not always true. Some guests we've had um, don't fall into this category, but the person that we have been doing stuff with recently on the sports show does content very similar to that already.
0: Yes. You know? And yeah.
1: sometimes on and this works, show yeah. in modern commerce, and this is just the rule, not there are exceptions to this for sure. But some of those people, they've been on camera, they do things like this, but they don't necessarily have like their own like weekly podcast where their following is already made up of people who like to listen to weekly podcasts. Yeah. So getting somebody whose audience is, I don't want to say trained because I mean, but like for lack of a better term, Getting a guest on whose audience is already trained to engage with content that is a similar format to yours right. is pretty huge, I think, and that's yeah. something I'll look to test more as we uh, do more of these collaborations.
0: I get you. Like, so, like, you know, it could be like, uh, you know, in modern commerce, maybe the example is like, look, who do we know in this space? who does a lot of ig lives right or does a lot of twitter right. spaces or does a lot of twitter you know what i mean like who, who does like a lot of live content and so their their audience is going to mm-hmm. be more into it which uh, is not always
1: the people who make the best stuff either i would say some of the people we've had on for interviews on modern commerce i've been bummed out about because they don't have necessarily the same the following is like a bigger guest and they might not they may not get as many eyeballs on it but they've been some of my favorite interviews you know like, i know
0: just, i know dude just,
1: like so many people come to mind i'm like wow those ones are great and then looking at analytics we'll see some other episodes you know with a popular person maybe like kind of do a little bit better and we're like oh if only people knew though like if only we could be uh you know like i do uh, I, the
0: way that i sleep at night is i just hope that like maybe they watch that episode with with someone who's a little bit more popular and then that led them to that other episode with that person who i'm like they're just a banger but they're not you know they don't have a following or whatever oh, Um, yeah. and that's why you know that's why you want to create curate your own following so you can really put people on right mm-hmm. um other stroke- talking to other creators
1: uh, that's yeah. another good way to get kind of feedback uh because like one of the ones that comes to mind you know we had sean mcginnis on the show a while back that was episode number 38 just looked it up that was the first episode i believe of our how to build a brand series which went on for months and months Months. and months and still i guess it's still going on if we get other brand people on every now
0: and then yeah yeah yeah
1: we'll we'll still fill it out but that one was honestly super good conversation he had a lot of thoughts separate from ours which a lot of times we kind of end up in this incestuous group of like a lot of the marketers <laughs> kind of think the same way about things because there's just a lot of times the right way to think about stuff. a lot of and business saying, a lot of
0: business idea incest out there yeah
1: there really is but sean was the exact opposite of that he was saying all the things that we weren't saying and yeah. it especially at the time of that that was post pandemic or during the pandemic uh his business was really well-equipped ahead of time yeah. for, for COVID uh, where a lot of brands were scrambling. His yeah. was one of them. A lot of the people in our meet. business
0: incest group weren't, weren't doing so great. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> and we had him on and I wish that episode, that episode should have had twice as many. I mean it still did fine but like yeah it really. I mean have, I yeah. refer
0: people to that episode all the time it's like this is the episode you need to see you know you might not this might not be the one you want to see this is the one you need to see and I think that you get a lot of that and that's like honestly one of the reasons I like the idea of podcasting period is I like the idea of getting big enough to take somebody who's got great ideas great thoughts who's really smart and knows stuff and put them on but they just don't have a platform and put them on and platform them and, you know, share those ideas with the world. But yeah, they, I don't want, I don't mean to get too like, you know, I don't mean to get too ooey gooey here. I'm just saying like, that's the whole point, right? Um, other struggles, you got any? Other, other struggles, struggles, other ideas. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, there is a particular kind of struggle with like content, like what to do, what not to do. I think that's kind of more of a standalone, maybe episode oh, at this point. Like yeah. going that's, deep down that, the that content, keeps
0: up at night, like, in, that's in, what in, I think like about and most. such a detailed way that I'm like, dude, just make the content. And he's like, what? What about this? Should we do this? Should We that? like, oh my gosh. So
1: well, I I think that we've seen both balls and strikes, you know, hits and misses when it comes yeah. to like really well thought out stuff, planned out kind of. You structure it out ahead of time, you kind of have a vision for how you want it to go. And yeah. if that vision is executed, like I said, we've seen it go, Wow, duh, that did great. We knew it was going to do great, we planned it out to be great. And then we've also seen it go, Well, that flopped, and we just wasted way more resources than we would have had we not just kind of like done it normally, you know? Like, right. so it's not an automatic guarantee that if you spend more time thinking about something, it does better. But I will say that when it comes <laughs> to stuff that's absolutely popped off, maybe got some organic growth and stuff. It does feel like there is a little bit of a connection to like
0: yeah. maybe
1: having a little bit more of like a, a vision in mind for what the final product should be, you know, like, yeah. and then really trying to execute that rather than letting it go in this like what we're doing right now in this live kind of way. Uh, but I love the live podcasting. Too. Uh, I wanna, we'll never stop.
0: I hear you, man. Was a, that was a good. That was a good ramble. You feel Thanks. goodness. You got that uh, out. No. Lovely. No, 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 no. So gonna keep You, you asked
1: me a question, so I answered it. Dude
0: the the okay, so uh yeah, I think that's part of it, is like like really exactly like live format and like versus there's a lot of youtubers out there and i see people sometimes i'll be like every little thing is scripted if it everyone's on mr beast right now right like everyone's like oh everyone should be listening to mr Beast is the bust and i'm not saying he's not like look i like mr beast he but won like,
1: youtube he won
0: it, he won youtube but look it's like everybody's treating it like his word is law and i'm like you know what mr beast doesn't do is this kind of live style content so if you create that live style content what do you do because mr beast it's all very planned it's all very it's meticulous right um it's like a movie right and that's fine that's fine it's a way to do it but i you know we don't do that it's not our vein but i get you it's like should we right and and that that is the constant struggle of creatorship or having a media company of like is like should we you know what's a shiny object what's worth our time you know what what actually- is good
1: inspiration and what is a distraction
0: and right? what is like i like that but our our people won't like that you know it's it, there's so much of that and so much of it's subjective and it's hard to create like real feedback loops sometimes but um it's easier if you build the community around it totally talk about one more struggle and then we can kind of get out uh i think one more struggle i'm having is around the personal brand thing so especially as we've got Mm. some some potential upcoming deals and i would be anybody listening right now i would be interested if you want to hop into the chat and and give me your opinion on this or if you want to at me on instagram or on twitter at john jh Coyle and tell me what you think about this we have two very different kinds of shows so we have a business kind of like marketing e-commerce show and then we have a sports show right like just two very different things and the whole personal brand I've created which is not large but the whole personal brand I've created uh on Twitter especially and on LinkedIn is around the former right like it's around that business e-commerce marketing and I'm like I can't just start posting sports content but I'm going to end up getting as we do some of these deals that are getting bigger it's like it's not just like the show when people get in on you and they buy into you they want to know how to follow you right so like you know like it's gonna bleed over and so certain things like okay well I post business content from my Twitter like do I need to create a second personal Twitter aside from the show sports show Twitter and then on Instagram even like do I I don't really even do any personal branding there but that's where a lot of people are it's like that's why I'm live on my IG right now I'm like what do I do here because then the whole other thing is like I got my kids on this thing like I got you know, so should I create two new Instagram accounts that are like, you know, John Coyle, but the business guy and John Coyle, but the sports guy, it feels very disingenuous to do that. Like I'm not actually living my life genuinely, but like- For know, what it's worth. That's what I'm struggling with right now and I don't have an answer for it. So that's, it's on my plate to be like, I gotta come up with a solve for that, you know?
1: For what it's worth, my Got two Got some cents.
0: big deals coming down the pipeline, I think. Go ahead.
1: If If the business guy, isn't already taken I think you should absolutely jump all over that but I, I'm assuming doing this guy me. just <laughs> yeah. just no just scrap just, the John you know just the business just guy the business guy <laughs> yeah like if that's if that's an IG handle that's available
0: yeah Go Or like I'm, I'm here right, for business that. with a D Business. yeah I'm here for business.
1: what's the uh yeah never mind. never mind no I mean I don't know I don't know what the answer is to that we either. don't have the answer
0: guess... we've already guess... talked about this off screen I don't think we have the exactly. answers to this one we this wouldn't. that's a point of this content that i want to do is that it's like yeah we're going to tell you what we've done what's worked like the first half of this episode is very tactical you could follow it and you could grow a podcast you really could grow anything with it but like yeah we also kind of want to bring you on the journey of like hey you know like not everybody has it figured out all the time. Here's where we are and here's what we're struggling with right now. And we don't know. And next time we talk, it might be like, oh, yeah, like that. I, I remember when I struggled with that. I totally figured that out now. Right. Sure. Like This is actually an effect that you have if you journal. You ever work, look back at like two month, two year ago journals uh, or things like that? It's like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was struggling with that. It's weird. The business guy is taken jesse 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 chime in on instagram the business guy they only have two followers though so maybe you can buy it pretty i bet i could buy the handle you know
1: (laughs) that's i mean that's that's a possibility it seems Uh, like a meme
0: page yeah
1: you know i think that we've also recently and we can get out of here uh whenever you want john but i think the other thing we've been focusing on as we've kind of rolled out new shows we kind of consider each each sports show its own show, even though it's all under one umbrella. Uh, So in essence, we kind of have four shows Uh, and we have really liked this idea recently that like we kind of need to know what the identity of these shows are, because as we invite more people to collaborate with us and bring in more team members and just kind of adapt our processes and stuff like that, it's kind of important to remember what the show is supposed to be about. And you might say, like, this show is about marketing, maybe. Kind of, it used to be about e-commerce marketing and that was it. And then it kind of became a little bit more about business in general. growth.
0: Yeah. Business growth. And then it's like, what if it ever becomes about personal growth?
1: (laughs) And I think it's still mostly marketing, but even if it's business, kind of the tagline we have landed on here is that it's, it's the things that nobody else is going to tell you, you know, it's not always the, the clean cut up, like highlight reel you know, screenshotted content that you see from all business people, basically. Ours is a little more raw, like this. We like this live conversation. We like kind of admitting like, hey, we don't know what we should be doing with social media here. Should we have separated? Should it all be together? Hopefully you're here for it because that's, What we plan to keep doing we're here to be the business podcast that tells you stuff that the other business podcasts yeah and
0: to do things a little bit differently live stream regular conversations i mean i just thought like what if we live streamed a meeting you know like what if we
1: did a 24-hour live stream
0: yeah of just us clicking buttons on our computer um (laughs) no but like yeah i mean it's just uh it's that that is the thing with modern commerce i think is like we're going to tell you the unpopular stuff. The stuff that no one else wants to tell you. The stuff that you won't hear anywhere else, right? Like um, unpopular opinions, hot Agreed. takes. You know, hot takes are what the kids call them. Unpopular opinions is like the professional version. That's it. Anyway, we've gone on for way. If you're listening way, this way, long into loop. our
1: video, make sure that you hit the subscribe button. That is huge. Hit the like button. That's also huge. Uh, Huge for you. If, this is if you're on YouTube, by the way also if you're on youtube make sure you hit the bell icon you'll get notifications for whenever we have live shows you can jump in jump in the live chat we'll respond to your comments uh let's see what else am i missing oh go check out our other podcast that we've been mentioning this whole time i know you've been here just watching us waiting until this is over to go do that anyway but just so that you don't forget that is triple cross podcast uh on youtube triple cross podcast i believe is what it is on ig as well might be triple cross pod I know we're Triple Cross Pod on Twitter. No cast there. Um, yeah, John, did I miss anything?
0: Yeah, uh, if you're on Instagram watching, uh, follow Modcom Modcom Podcast. I think is uh, that's the one Casey's live from. So I'm live from my personal one. Casey's live from Modcom Podcast. So follow us there. If you are listening on audio, if you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of those other audio places, very very helpful if you will uh, review the show and uh, follow the show. So specifically the reviews, we want to follow, but if you're like, not I don't want to hear from you ever again, uh, then at least give us a review and tell us why. If you do want to hear from us again, then follow us. And then also leave us a review and tell us why you followed us. Uh, Yeah, dude, I think that's it. I think we can get out of here. That's it.
1: I just realized the people on Instagram don't know why I was dancing,
0: that's okay. We got some music pumping on the YouTube, so.
1: go check it out on youtube it all makes sense
0: (laughs) until then like
1: subscribe hit the bell do all the things goodbye